When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. Bruto, Jesse, AJ, Megan coming at you live. It's Is this a fantasy draft? Are we calling this a fantasy draft? It's not like you're drafting a whole hockey team. You're drafting teams in sections is what we're doing today. Yeah. So not really a full fantasy draft, but a little bit of fantasy going into it, I suppose. We're going to be drafting a top six, a bottom six, a defense, and a goalie tandem. Specifically a tandem. That's how good they are together. Not just one goalie. Uh, to put together the best team of uh, four main units that you can. And then we have a fifth pick that we'll, we'll, we'll reveal it when we get there. It's probably already on the on the graphic, so you'll probably see it. Did you guys, uh, have you guys watched the Woodstock 99 documentary on Netflix? Yep. One, I didn't even know there was a Woodstock 99, so they did a pretty good job covering it up. <laughs> I was, Hannah and I were laughing because they were like, yeah, this may have tainted the Woodstock name. And I was like, I had never heard it before this documentary, but they teased a surprise act at the very end and they didn't have one. And that's part of like what set it off. So you better yeah, and the end I, I guess follow the show. Got it. <laughs> the, the surprise act was handing out candles. Yeah, dude. Uh, you and I should talk about that show at another time because every episode, like every decision that they talked about being made next, I was like, what? Yeah. I remember on a music festival, but I don't think I would have done that. Yeah. I, like every 10 minutes I was saying that. I was, I was like blown away by the decision making. And then they kept cutting to like the press conferences with the people in charge who were like, everything is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like the cutting from clips of things being torn down to like no everything was just couldn't have gone off better i loved it it sounded like uh it sounded like the mayor or whatever the whatever the, yeah. that guy was in vancouver after the riots where they were like outside of a couple anarchists i thought yeah. everybody was great <laughs> you're like for real the whole thing's gone yeah sorry you just when you tease the we'll we'll reveal it at the end it just made because we finished we watched the last episode last night it was crazy. Everyone should go watch it. Yeah. Lots of things to watch out there right now. You got House of the Dragon just started. Which also, last night we watched. Um, for me, I loved it. I thought it was a great start to it. Did you guys see that tweet? Uh, it was like an exterior shot of an apartment building in New York City. And there's like 50 units who's like the lighting in all of them is matching up because they're all watching <laughs> or whatever House, House of the Dragon. I didn't, but that's amazing. It's that's really awesome. funny. Yeah. I will I will tell you, we got like 20 minutes into that episode, and I turned to Z, and I was like, it feels really good to be in this universe again. Like, See, I never got into it. Remembering I how... It. I, I Honestly, I didn't get into it until the start of the sixth season, so it wasn't like I spent a decade into it. I got onto it just in time for that train to run off the tracks and <laughs> smash itself into oblivion. But it was... It was it was good. I really liked it. All right, yeah. Megan. Obviously, everyone anything? loves it. I'm in the out group for not liking it, but I just 
and we talked about it on our show last week, just that genre, like the um, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, all that stuff has just never been my, my jam, but I've heard it's great. Yeah, the fantasy realm, typically please, not the place that I like. have a better take than that, Megan, on what you're watching right now. I'm re-watching Veronica Mars. Oh, it's but so it's already good. already almost done. Wait, That's... wait, re-watching what? Veronica, Veronica Mars. Mars. Oh, I thought you said Bruno Mars. I was like, does he have a <laughs> show? Or well, what's, what's he up to? Is he blogging yeah, I was these like, days? Like you're watching Bruno Just Mars. Just watched him. <laughs> Found out where he lived, and so... Having an extra large shoebox constructed. Oh no. <laughs> That's the threat. Yeah. Veronica Mars is great. Um, but you are right in that rewatching it, you're like, Oh, this is over very quickly. Yeah, i in my brain it was longer, but I've rewatched it two times already, so I should know this. It's just been long enough that you've forgotten. Just you wait just long enough to rewatch again. Um, yeah, okay. I'm not watching anything on American television, so don't worry about that. Um, are you guys, are you guys office or parks and rec people or both? Neither, really, oh. both. I like both. Yeah, so I, I was, I was big parks and rec for a long time, like over the office, but I've officially decided this last week. Parks and Rec was a better watch from start to finish. The Office is more rewatchable. When I go into Peacock, I find myself going to The Office more on the rewatch, but I enjoyed Parks yeah. and Rec all the way through the first That's time. That's probably true. I like them both. Yeah, both good shows. Parks Sorry, we can actually do this now. Fine. But... I can't even watch The Office. It's awful. Um... My least favorite character is Michael Scott. <laughs> the main anyway. character is my least favorite. Let's not beat around the bush anymore. Let's get into this draft. I have no idea who's picking first. Yaya made the graphics, so he's in control of this hmm. show. Looks like Tyler Weiss is actually turning pro. Yeah, yeah, there were some rumors. He's not enrolled for a fifth year Yeah, at uh, UNO, so he's turning pro, question mark? Someone may sign him. Could be we an had, AHL deal. We had talked about the Eagles giving him an AHL deal after Dev Camp, so. Yep. Anyway, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. Where's this graphic at, dog? Capo Caco took a 107-mile-an-hour slap shot. That's quite firm. Was it on net? It was on net. It was in, like, a skills competition setting. <laughs> but he did it. All right, it looked like AJ was drafting first and that Yahir spelled Megan's name wrong. Very nice. Not all moving backward. Doesn't have a face. Can't even spell her name. Right. We're, we're moving in the wrong direction. <laughs> there we go. Megan. Perfect. Megan. <laughs> Please don't change it. That's amazing. <laughs> it's Megan with an H and he's not wrong. There is an H there. Technically correct. There's also a T that now it just <laughs> exists. Um, all right. AJ, I guess you're first. Oh, I was not planning on being first. Uh, okay. Well, in that case, uh, I think I am going to take the Isles goaltenders. Predictable. 
Yeah. I get picked four for everything. That way, if I'm the last to pick it, I just have a default go-to here. No, we're snaking. So you don't get to, you don't get to cheese it that way. Well, no, I just mean like if you guys all three theoretically take goaltenders here, I'm prepared. I will not be doing a goaltender my first pick. Theoretically. <laughs> all right. Isles goaltenders. Now, so you're, oh, okay. are we not oh, taking okay. like contract into account then? Because Varley only has the one year left. I'm not worrying about it. However you guys want to approach it is up to you. Fair enough. I've also thrown some injury caution to the wind with my picks. I'm, I'm doing a little bit of that too. <laughs> yeah. And by a little, I mean I've completely thrown it out. <laughs> okay. Isles Gold. So goaltender number one pick. Impressive. Impressive work by the goalies to go so early. Uh, not what I would have done, but I don't have the first overall pick this time. So it's not up to me. Uh, Megan is next. So is it um, entire team's units like if i set the abs decor yep right yeah. all of it yep okay it's d, not like yes. just the abs top pairing no it's the whole for the d it's the whole d for four all six top six bottom six all, all like eight really like whatever their yeah, nhl their defenses. Seven d or yeah. Whatever, okay. yeah okay 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 all right i'll do abs decor then smart predictable also it's kale mccarr yeah <laughs> Uh, I mean that's the best decor in the league, easily. Yeah, like that's, not, that's not a homer pick there. That's yeah, it's not really a <laughs> much of a competition on that front. Um, okay. So I definitely wanted the Avs decor. Also, they were first on my D list. I got that's where I was thinking, but we can uh, we can go elsewhere on this one. And I am going to take Calgary's decor. This is like the most NHL thing ever. We three picks in, and we've got two defenses and goalies. <laughs> Forwards, we'll get to those. Don't worry yeah. about them. Uh, yeah. So I, two months ago, I absolutely would not have picked Calgary's decor. Um, but really. Yeah, they're good, but I don't think they're top three good without Beager. Um, and I'm also saying, hey, I hope Tanev is healthy forever. But <laughs> we'll see. With Uyghur, I think they're top three good. All right. Well, I do some... Because I am going gonna, gonna to take a forward group here, but I got two in a row, right? Yeah, you do. Okay, so while I do this, one last little bit of research. I'm going to take Carolina's goalies. That's where the uh, injuries are thrown out a bit. Definitely yeah, no kidding. Definitely <laughs> high injury risk there. Fre Freddie Anderson and, and Auntie Ranta, that is. <laughs> oh, the fifth pick being a team's farm system would have been a good idea. We if you pick the San Jose goalies, do you get all of them? You get seven goaltenders. <laughs> I don't know if any of them make you that much better. So, 
Um, Jesse's struggling with this next pick. Well, see, I was hoping that a couple of you guys would take a forward core to kind of narrow this down for me. I wasn't expecting to have a full pick of my top sixes here. Um, Cause there's flaws with each of these. This is the other thing that we were kind of talking and joking about as we were getting ready for this show. Every team kind of sucks. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, like when you really like start breaking it down this fine, it's like, I don't know that I would, every team sucks, but there's holes everywhere. Got to focus coach. on the positives, Jesse. I had a coach, uh, I think it was when I was like 17, 16, 17. And we had, we had like a decent team, good team, whatever. But he would make fun of us because every player on every other team, according to us, was terrible and sucked. And he told us this one person, like, I could bring fucking Joe Sackick out here. You guys would tell me he sucks if he played for another team. <laughs> and see, I don't know why. That's just always like a, it's always just a go-to. Well, that's where um, everybody shrugs and it goes, who the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah, he sounds yeah. like a bum. He sucks. Um, you know what? I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna take the Homer tiebreaker. I'm gonna take the Abs top six. Reasonable. They just won a cup. They're missing a piece, but you know what is what it is. You get five of six at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I trust that those five are good enough that whoever they plug in at the six is like, eh, who gives a shit? Arguably. Two top 15, certainly, players in the world. Two top 10, maybe, depending on how you feel about Miko. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'll take, I'll take the abs. Uh, okay. So, we're five picks in. We have two goaltenders, two defense, and one forward core taken. And we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNBR. You can go get yourself some at your local liquor store. And very, very soon, you'll be able to come back to the DNBR bar and get eight different kinds on tap there. Uh, should be it, it should be exciting. I'm excited to get back into the New Look bar and actually have a good time. It really hit me today. Like, yeah. I missed the bar. Yep. Oh. It, it's been long enough. I'm, re- I'm ready. My body's ready. Uh, so check out Breckenridge Brewery. Go to breckbrew.com to get all sorts of amazing merch and check out some deals they've got going. We're also brought to you by Athletic Greens, which I don't do this read anymore. I make Jesse and Megan do it. <laughs> She's drinking it right now. Look at her go. I was going to say, just get that freeze frame. My body is ready for the bar to reopen. Thanks to Athletic Greens. <laughs> <laughs> She's on top of it. Uh, anyway, it's 75 different vitamins and minerals, a bunch of probiotics and adaptogens, all sorts of stuff to get you going every single day. It's just one scoop in your cup of water in the morning, so it's super fast, super easy to drink. You get it, you go on with your day, you're good to go. Your immune system's boosted. A lot of athletes use it as part of their pre-workout routines, so it's super useful and super adaptable. You can go over to athleticgreens.com avalanche today to purchase yours. When you do purchase, you get a year's supply of vitamin D and five travel packs to take it with you on the go. So take control of your health today and go get yourself some Athletic Greens. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Second round 
of this unit draft of the NHL. Uh, I believe we are back to me. Uh, I am going to take. Oh, wait, no, don't we go back the other way? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. You're not first this time. Which I'm sorry. Me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I'm taking Florida's forward core. Of course you are. Me. What's that? Top six? Yes, top six. I, if any of you draft a bottom six before a top six, I'm going to have a bone to pick with you. I guess the last person, it doesn't matter, right? They could wait. But Florida's forward core, I mean, look, the high end is there. They added Matthew Kachuk for Huberdo, so that's still solid. Yeah, you can talk about how they might be a worse team without Uyghur, but that doesn't affect their forward core. So Please. just vibe in there between uh, Barkov and Sam Reinhart behind him. Feeling pretty good. We're now fighting, so. Oh, we are. Who you were going to pick? I just stole yeah. your pick. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really think they were going to get to me. I mean, they they might be the best forward core in the league. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have super high hopes on it, so. <laughs> I guess it's it's less we're fighting and more like I'm giving you a frowny face. There was a part of me that just wanted to meme and just pick the Florida Panthers. See, this was I thought about I thought about taking the Isles goalies and then taking the Isles D and seeing how long it would take before somebody realized I was just taking the Islanders. <laughs> still the opportunity is still out there unless Megan's gonna snipe you here. Yeah, I'd take one of the Islanders units, sure. <laughs> sure might. Is it my turn? It mm-hmm. is. All right. All right. I'm going to go with Edmonton's top six. Yeah. They the, were, uh, see that they were one. the ones I was bouncing between. That's certainly two top ten players, even if you don't like Dreisaitl's defense. That offense yeah. is ridiculous. And then, obviously, McDavid. Uh, some solid other pieces, though. I, I feel like we do kind of just shrug off Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Yamamoto had a solid year. It's not like Evander Kane has been very, very good for them. So Yeah, I mean, Zach Hyman went, had 27 goals last year. Like The top six is legitimately good. It's just everything Evander else. Really competitive top six. Yeah, and that's the, the, the weird part about trying to take a top six in this is that there are more good top sixes there and there are other units out there. So it's like, Oh, I, I would have liked Florida's, but also, eh. so I guess my question for Edmonton's top six is like, and I haven't looked at the numbers, but who is solid defensively there? Like McDavid is fine. Does R and H play solid defense? I haven't looked at his, his underlyings. I feel like Hyman's fine. I don't know if RNH is fine. I feel like he would be. He's good. Somewhere in between. So maybe not as bad as I think defensively then. Right. I don't know if like Pulley RV, he was kind of in the middle six. So I don't know if he yeah. counts. I would say third line probably. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I would definitely have him um, in their bottom six at this point. Until he becomes an ass reclamation project. That's the dream. Of course, 30 goals. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) 
Okay. So Edmonton, we now have three of four top sixes off the board. So AJ gets the free roll there. Yeah. Where's he going to go? I am going to take the Hurricanes defense. Yeah. If Calgary was gone, that was my pick. Yeah. Even my disdain for Brent Burns, that defense is still It's Brent Burns, is it? That's So that's three defenses gone now, too. So it's getting real, real narrow, real quick. Yeah, and with the Canes, what I what I really like here, and I've talked about this before, is that Burns uh, Burns is not the player that he was, and defensively, still not very good. But in replacing uh, Tony D'Angelo, he levels out the extremes because Tony D'Angelo was all gas, no breaks, and Burns is in the middle of that. And I think that potentially a partnership next with him next to Jacob Slavin gives him kind of the defensive anchor that he absolutely needs. And when he was at his absolute best is when Mark Edward Vlasic was still good before his game completely went to pieces. Yeah. Yeah. And so if, if he can rediscover a little bit of the, I don't, I'm not expecting prime Brent Burns or, you know, like top tier Brent Burns, uh, when he was scoring, you know, 27, 29 goals in a season, uh, that's that's too long. That's that's not what I'm after. But certainly a guy that I think could score, he, he should give them 10 to 15 and a solid 30 to 50 assists. And that's a team that absolutely needs the offense that D'Angelo brought. And I think Burns can bring that same level of offense while leveling out the defense. The other thing here that I really like is that Ethan Bear is healthy, finally. Yeah. Him coming back and actually being healthy makes that Kane's defense one that um yeah. I I really I love that defense. I I just think it's it's top tier. I will say I, I would feel better about Burns if we're ignoring the contract. Oh yeah, totally. Like I'm not I'm not worrying I'm not like this is not my concern, right? Like yeah. I'm not trying to build a. I, I don't have a ten year plan here because I don't need one. Yep. I don't have a five year plan. So this is we're just we're just building for right now, and I think that's a that's a group that's a killer. Where I'm struggling with my next pick is trying to find a top six that I like. I, I should say a top six. six. I should say a, a top six that I love because. Yeah. Because there are lots of top six, like like the Jets have Kyle Connor and Nick Ehlers and Mark Shifley and Dubois. Like they've got parts of a top six that I really, really, really like. But I'm just so blah on the rest of it. This that's kind of where I am with most of these top sixes that I look at, where I'm just like, eh. But the one that I feel like I've got six legit top six guys that I think are both good and young enough that they're going to get, that they could get quite a bit better. Um, I'm going to take the senators top six. They were, they were, uh, they were third on my list. I love that pick. Um, David, I'm going to draft the top six now because I want to. And because I'm curious who their choices in bottom six are, I've already got my bottom six list made. So, We've got a whole list out here. Can yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't mind. I don't mind. Uh, I don't need to play the strategy element of this when you're talking about top sixes. 
Okay. I like it. Yeah. I will I will take the opportunity given to me. Yeah. These I've got I've got last pick now, so uh I'll take leftovers on bottom six. And honestly, if anybody feels that strongly about a bottom six, like come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh okay. So we're through a little more than two rounds now, and we're back to Megan. We've got a couple goaltenders, a defense, and then all of the bottom sixes left. I'm going to draft my goaltending tandem from the Rangers. What a surprise! <laughs> I, I had them on my. I had I had them and Tampa. It's like both of them have shit for backup goalies, but. When your starter's that high end, doesn't matter. Up there too. Throw. You what? I was gonna throw it back to Darcy Kemper in Washington. Oh. But yeah. Who Green Who they have backing up? Sam Sonoff, right? Lindgren. Mm-mm, they they completely started oh, no, with Lindgren. Right, 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 right. Uh, Halak is the backup in New York. Yep, they signed him for one year. How is he still getting jobs? No, no, no. I'm talking about Washington. <laughs> like, even oh. last year. What? Charlie Lindgren. Backing up wasn't horrible. Oh, yeah, they do have a lot. 17 games. Wow, that's a great pick. Everyone's going to hate my goalie pick again, but that's okay. We'll save it for later. Yeah, who gives a shoot? <laughs> Can Troy Terry play goalie? <laughs> <laughs> gonna be Vegas. Dan Heinen probably can. <laughs> uh, okay. So I'm gonna go to my bottom six, and I'm gonna I'm gonna knock this one out of the way. And you guys can argue about who's actually gonna be in their bottom six here, because I think it's a little bit of a conversation. Uh, because I'm taking the Kraken's bottom six. Oh, oh, I now, think this is a good call. Does that mean I get Shane right? Like that? I would okay. say I would say no, not until he actually makes that team. All right, that's fair. Like, even without him, I'm fine with it because, like, I'm getting probably Winberg, Donskoy, Morgan Geeky. Um, You're getting a healthy Tanev. Yeah, a healthy Tanev as well. Like, there's a lot of, a lot of surprisingly solid stuff in their bottom six. So I'm happy with the pick regardless, but also there's the potential for maybe Shane Wright or Matthew Beneers would be in that category as well. Yeah. That's a good. Um, all right. Can I draft the fifth section yet, or do we have to do that all at once? I was kind of keeping that as an extra bonus round. Yeah, I would say keep it as an extra. Um. All right, then I'm gonna take Carolina's bottom six and Seattle's defense. Bam, bam. Came prepared this time. I was going to say too much, too much muddling around last time. Didn't have to do an ad read to, to cover for you this time. <laughs> Thank you. Oh yeah. Yeah. I did make you do that last time. I asked you to do that last time. You politely helped. I don't think, I don't think you needed it the second time. The first time <laughs> you seemed like you were in trouble. <laughs> uh, okay. So Seattle's defense, sell me on this. So this is actually one of the few parts that I thought they built correctly the first time around and honestly with being the last person to take a d i just go down there their roster and it's just a bunch of 
above average guys. Like I don't think anybody on their team is like great or elite, but it's just pair after pair of guys you feel comfortable with on the ice. Vince Dunn, Adam Larson, Alexiak, uh, you know, Justin Schultz, Schultz, Carson Soucy. Uh, I just think it's three really solid pairings that you feel comfortable with in most situations. Uh, I thought they, I thought they did a good job putting that together. Okay. I, I, I do wonder a little bit no longer, they no longer have Giordano there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm always so iffy on Justin Schultz, man. I never know oh, if I sure. believe in him or not. No, for sure. I mean, he's, he's had years in the past where it's like, Whoa, Justin Schultz. <laughs> and then you're in the past where it's like, Whoa, Justin Schultz. Holy smokes. <laughs> um, but like I said, that, that's just a, that's a decor that if, if it got dumped in my lap as an NHL GM, uh, am I like smacking high fives? Like cool. Right up there with the abs top six. Uh, no, but like I said, I just, I feel like you have a bunch of guys who are above average and not every NHL team, not a lot of NHL teams can say that one through six, you feel comfortable. Fair enough, man. That surprises me. There are probably four other defenses. I probably would have picked before them is what it is. Yeah. Boston's defense all being hurt has jacked up my view of that whole team. Yeah. I'm like, the Bruins are just bad. Because, like, I mean, like, who, who who would you take? Who are four teams that you would take ahead of Seattle's defense? Uh, I would probably take Minnesota. Um, I would probably take Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. Um, no. Jesus Christ, give me a break. Uh, I would probably take Toronto. Ooh, I don't think I'd have taken Toronto. And then with McDonough and if Myers is healthy, I'd probably take the Preds. Nashville Nashville was the one other one that I had on here that I was iffy about. I Tampa is about another McDonough. that I would probably go with because Tampa their high end list. their high end is just that high. Yeah. Give me the depth. So give me the depth. But that's that's the thing about taking a defense is that it's like once once like there aren't ten that I would be like oh I, I really like those ten right. like L, like L A like no chance I'm taking L A. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, Vegas. To be honest with you, I just don't I don't trust no, that defense no, no, to, no. to, to so be was, good again. That was one of the first defenses I, that like kind of came to my mind when you know I started digging into this. It's like oh Vegas. Like you just look at it and, and it's exactly that. It's like, yeah, Shea Theodore. The last uh, year was, the last two years really have just been such an aberration for Alec Martinez. Like Right, right. I was gonna say, like, yeah, Alex Martinez has been good, but is he still any good? You know, Petrangelo is great, but like you you look at that defense and, mm-hmm. and again going back to why I took the crack and I felt comfortable with all six. There's a lot of these teams, even the ones that we're talking about here, where you just like you find parts of it where it's like, oh, I just don't, I don't like the way that rounds out, even if it's better here or whatever. Uh, like, I wouldn't, if these are 4D that you would take before Seattle, we just watch the game very differently. Vegas, Boston, Dallas, LA. Like, my, my problem is that the bottom of, at the bottom of Seattle's defense with a guy like uh, a Borgen or even like a Kale Flurry is I'm like, I don't think that's an NHL player. Uh, eh. 
Yeah. I, I, I threw the I threw the injury stuff out the window with with my goaltender pick. I'm riding these six all season, baby. <laughs> Get out there and have an active stick. <laughs> okay. Um, I forget who's next. Is it me? Megan, I think? No, not, oh, it's, you. it's me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I don't know if people are gonna like or hate this. But I'm taking the Panthers' goaltending as well. Oh, okay. I considered. Oh, I mean, I thought about yeah, them. Most, oh, mostly just because I think. Why do people hate that? I, you have a Vesna winner, a like lot the of best people, prospect in the. In a the lot of people really hate Bob. Yeah, people love to meme on Bob. Yeah. That's really it. Yeah. But you look at his numbers, and he's recovered from that yeah. one horrible, horrible year. He's a solid goaltender now, and I'm just a gigantic believer in Spencer Knight as, as the guy. Bobrovsky gets so much, so much flack because the contract is so insane. Like we talked, yeah. it's not his fault. He yeah. didn't pay himself ten million dollars. Like, yeah, what was he supposed to do? Say no? Right, right. Like, <laughs> no, I'm probably not worth that. Like the the, the dude. It's so funny, Rudo, because exactly what you just said. He bounced back from that one bad season. Ever for some reason, everybody has painted his entire career off of that one season. Yeah. And not like the countless elite years that he's had, and then very, very good years. I think that's a great goaltending pick. Yeah, I don't have I don't have any bones about that at all. Well, good to know the podcast is in my corner at least this time, <laughs> bro. I mean, yeah, <laughs> he's had he's had since he left Philly, he's had two. Th- I guess three maybe seasons that you don't really like what he did, but one of those was in 37 games. And so it's like, what do you want the guy to do? Like, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know why people hate Sergey Borowski so much. Well, I do know, but <laughs> <laughs> he's not that bad. And again, if I'm running the team, Spencer Knight's getting every opportunity to take that job anyway. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think he's really only had the one truly below average season, the 900 year, his first year yep. in Florida. Yep. And then in 15-16 and then in 2021, the 908-906 combination, like those are you know, those are shorter seasons, yeah. Those might be a, those might be just below average or right around league average, but um yeah, other than that, like the guys the guys been fine. The, I think the concern here is that his last above average season was five years ago. Yeah. yeah. And that's where you're like, Ugh! but right. since we don't have a salary cap, you don't give a shit about that because you can just yeah. play Spencer Knight. It's in the same way that I don't give a shit that Varley was kind of a mess to start last year. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going with, I'm going with the guy's career track record and buying mm-hmm. that. Sorokin is not only a, a legit stud, but a high-end stud, and that Varley is just fine. Yeah. So, well, you know. Good, yeah. Anyway, we are brought to you by FOCO. We're deep into summer at this point, which it's actually been a bit rainy since I've gotten back. It's nice. I enjoy that. Uh, but it's time to get into Broncos stuff. It's I I know they got absolutely murdered by the Bills the other day, but if you care about preseason games, cares, yeah. <laughs> Instead of caring about preseason games, you can go get yourself some awesome merchandise from Foco. So jump on it, 
go over there, find whatever you want. It doesn't have to be Broncos. You can get Jokic merch for the Nuggets as they're over in Serbia right now, or of course, whatever abs merch you want, whether it's Kale McCarr stuff or Stanley Cup Championship bobbleheads, they got you covered for all of that stuff. They can get you covered head to toe. Yes, they have Crocs. Yes, they have hats. Obviously, shirts, jerseys, all the good stuff. Uh, when you go over to FOCO.com, you can use code DNVR to get 10% off your purchase. So check it out today, FOCO.com. And then once you're done with that, you can get yourself some Avaca TV here in Colorado. If you want to watch Altitude, kind of has to be Avaca TV. So, I mean, I guess you could get, you know, what, is it Direct TV? Is that the one that has it? I forget. Uh, either way. Either way Avaca TV costs 15 bucks a month for the first three months and only 25 bucks a month after that. So significantly cheaper than direct TV. Uh, you can jump on it today. They don't just have altitude. They have AT&T sports net. They have the national channels. So you get all your local sports. They also have NFL network. They have other sports movies and television channels as well. 60 channels in total. So they pretty much cover everything you could need from a television service. Use the DNVR code, go to avaca.tv slash Colorado 10 to get 15 bucks a month for the first three months. And then it's only 25 bucks a month after that. And again, that's evoca.tv slash Colorado 10. Go over there, get it. Also on Avaca will be uh, the, so our DNVR Nuggets guys are in Serbia right now. You guys might've seen from Twitter because they are all over it. Uh, (laughs) They are producing a documentary while they're out there that will exclusively be on Avaca first. Yep. So if you're enjoying that journey that they're on, which has been fascinating to follow it's from afar. Yeah. Yeah. It's been I'm I'm really jealous that we don't have a random week that we can just go out to like Finland. <laughs> like the apps have those games out there this year, but the reason we're not going is because it's you fly across the world and then you're there for a back to back and then you get on a flight and home. Leave. Yeah. Yeah. And we gotta get back to it. Um so it was it's I, I'm I'm jealous. I wish we could have something like that, but they are producing a documentary that will exclusively be on Avaca first. That's awesome. So go out, get Avaca just to watch that thing because those guys are are wiling out out there for sure. Yeah, so. it looks like a lot of fun, man. <laughs> and I'm just like I just picture like RB getting to do something like that, and like Evan being in like Finland with us, <laughs> just with that dry sense of humor that he has, just. <laughs> And we all know. just go hard for a week. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be super cool. Here for it. We got to make it happen some some year, but probably not this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Final two picks of the first four rounds here. Megan, who are you taking? I've been so quiet the last few minutes because I have been looking for my bottom six. <laughs> Digging deep. In such a panic. <laughs> I, I feel like this is the one I've been the most stressed about. And... I guess I have a question about usage. Um, I'm looking at the Pittsburgh Penguins bottom six, but it was so varied last season that I don't actually know how that would be deployed next season. Like they had Malkin and Kapanen in kind of a middle six. Definitely not getting Malkin. (laughs) So do I get to have, well, so, you know, like, is that going to be Jeff Carter is Kapanen considered a bottom six player? Yeah, Kapanen, I I mean, Kapanen could be. It would kind of depend on Jason Zucker's health. Jeff Carter, is that assumed? Yeah, oh yeah, he's a bottom. Mine for the taking. Um, 
Danton Heinen. Oh, yep. There it is. This isn't this isn't what drove this decision though. I was in the sure it is. I was looking at Islanders. I was looking at Canes. Um, I even gave um, the New Jersey Devils a look, but ultimately, I really still feel strongly about it being Pittsburgh's bottom six. Yeah, and I <clears throat> I do think they're solid. Not quite as good as they were a couple years ago. Uh, I, I think they've lost a bit of their depth with signing some insane contracts. But it would have been nice if Rodriguez was still there. But yeah, I, I think Rodriguez would have helped that group a lot. But uh, look, it's solid on the whole. Uh, again, we're kind of ignoring a lot of things, so you're not too worried about Jeff Carter's age or anything like that. So feels pretty decent. Okay, AJ, the man who allegedly has a like ten team list of bottom sixes over here. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that it's ten teams, do you? It's I can, I'll tell you, it's not ten teams. Do you? <laughs> it's at least four. Ah, uh, yeah, and uh, number number one on my list is actually still um, available. So, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take the Bruins bottom six. Sure. Um, even even with Nick Foligno being totally washed, <laughs> uh, David Krejci coming back into the fold pushes uh, a guy like Charlie Coyle down, and uh, I like I like their fourth line um, guys like Nosek and Steen and Frederick. Um, Pavel Zaka getting added to that group is a guy that I I really like. Um, so I'm I, I really like Boston's uh, bottom six, and I think that they. There's enough skill that they uh, they complement uh, my Sens top six very nicely without being a totally different play style, and uh, I think I I think I have a defense that can move pucks to them. So I feel good. I feel good about that bottom six. All right, so let's stop here really quickly. Who do we think has built the best team? Megan. So far, Chad. I, I agree. The the Oilers forwards with the Avalanche defense is kind of disgusting. <laughs> yep. It's broken. Okay. We dropped the, the ball. The D with her goaltending tandem. Like before you even get to forwards, it's like, eh, you'll probably win a few games just like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then and then you have Igor Shesterkin and Net, and it's yeah. like, well, I don't know if Yaro Halak can play anymore, but it doesn't matter because of the 55 <laughs> games that Shesterkin plays, you'll win 50 of them. Right. Yeah. No, her team's a true super team, and we all fucked this up. She <laughs> dominated us in this. Teams, yeah. I really dropped the ball on the last draft style show, so. Yeah, <laughs> she the, dominated. I, I, I got like no, I got like 10% of the vote the last draft show because people hate Thatcher Demko. Which was another one that I thought I thought that was the weird part of your roster to hate. I thought Thatcher Demko was there. Yeah. Shout out Jeremy, the one goalie person we know, picked my team. That's important. I don't get it. I mean, it makes Rudo feel better, so that's nice. (laughs) Um, AJ, who were your other bottom six choices? Um, I so I really like uh, Minnesota's bottom six, although. I had the same problem that you did in terms of usage because it's like 
I'm not sure what their third line is separated from their second <laughs> line entirely, especially with with the offseason that they've had. Uh, I'm really kind of, I don't really know um, how to feel about that. Uh, I'd like St. Louis's bottom six because their third line is a second line on any other team. And their fourth line is like, it's almost to the point of, I don't even care. But um, I didn't want to sidetrack us, but how did we all feel about Landy riding a horse-drawn carriage in Halifax? (laughs) (laughs) Cut his hair, so I hated it. (laughs) I mean, I thought Prince Charming just being Prince Charming, right? Like, (laughs) fair enough. I thought both Andrew and Landy looked like princes. In the horse-drawn carriages. Who wrote that song? Two princes. Oh, Ben Doctors. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a name that I'll never remember, but <laughs> I know it happened. <laughs> I know it happened. <laughs> okay, so getting into our special bonus round, we all agreed to pick a shootout specialist. Uh, my, this is my longest list because there's a lot of really good players for this. My one, my one question that we just didn't decide this before the show that we're now going to do live on the air uh, is this: this is current players, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't take Bolski. Right. I was going to take Pavel Bure. Also acceptable. So Datsuk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I don't really. I don't even know. uh, You know what? The guy that I'll take, I don't even know if he's any good at it. (laughs) Um, But I think he'd be, he's the kind of guy that I think I would get excited every single time that uh, he was up in a shootout because I didn't know what he was going to do. So I'm going to take Trevor Seagrass. He's very no, that's mine. For the yeah. He's seven uh, yeah, for eleven. He's, yeah, he's got seven goals on eleven attempts. Doesn't have <laughs> he, was, he doesn't have many attempts, obviously, but he's second all time in overall was, shooting. Yeah. He was on. He was number one on my list. I uh, good good job, me, because I picked him entirely for vibes. <laughs> <laughs> the vibes were correct on this one. Yeah, I just thought it would be fun. Uh, <laughs> okay. So Zgross off the board. Megan is up next as her pick gets sniped. Sucker. Um, shoot. I should have probably had a backup pick, huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> more than one. Usually yeah. good. Oh man. This is your chance. Uh, you could take Troy Terry right now and no one would say I anything. know, but that <laughs> destroyed my last draft. Yeah, but Troy, it help Troy all. Terry in the shootout though. Yeah, he was on my I, shootout list. Um yeah, oh, I'm looking okay. at these other names and I still 
while Megan thinks, have you guys ever heard of Pateri Numelin? Nope. Played three years in the NHL. He has the highest shooting percentage ever in a shootout. He scored eight goals on 10 attempts, and no one's ever heard of him. Who did he play for? Played for Minnesota, and then he played uh, one season with Columbus in the expansion year. Oh, that's definite. Okay. Yeah, definitely would be why I was not. I was not watching a lot of Minnesota Wild hockey back then. Let's see. Let's look at his one move. I, I'll just do Troy Terry. Oh, I won't make <laughs> this difficult. Good pick. All right, that shootout move wasn't anything special. He just came in. Sweet, I'm happy. I'm going to end up with someone good here. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should have picked the shootout lineup. Jesus Christ. How long have we been on the show? That'd take forever. Okay, so Zegras and Terry are off the board. Yep. All right. Um, I I had two here, but I'm going to go with the guy that Chad has been saying. Uh, Mr. Olympics himself. Yeah. TJ Oshi. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's a essentially 48 47% shooter in 96. Yeah. Attempts. He's got like a hundred fucking attempts. Dude, that's <laughs> bananas. That's so good. Uh, wow. And then just coin, I'm not taking it, but just coincidentally, Jonathan Taves, not far behind, weirdly good in the shootout. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take McDavid. That's a good one. Yeah, it's fine. It's boring, but it's fine. Yep. <laughs> Nothing. No banger there. I say boring, knowing that he's the most electric guy on the planet. And every single time he comes down the ice with the puck, there's there's a chance you see something that only he can do that he's capable of. Yeah, and I'm perfect. like, oh, he's boring. Whatever, that's, that's why it's boring. It's like, perfectly oh wow, imagine that the guy that can fucking why score shootouts suck. All right, you perfectly described it and why they're bad and they shouldn't be in the game anymore. Oh god, we, can we drop, we drop him out of the show? That, anybody that that's likes, sports. yeah, that's not Rudo anymore. Anybody <laughs> that's that likes skill and high end hockey should like to shoot. I don't get why people hate it so much. Because <laughs> three on three is just objectively better. Yeah, I know, but what don't you like about the shootout? All the pauses. It's go, stop, go, stop, okay. go. It, there, it does not you, build anything like three on three. marks for having a unique argument against shootouts. <laughs> Everyone's is always, oh, it's so gimmicky. They should go to three on three, then two on two. It's like, yeah, because that's not gimmicky at all. <laughs> so I, 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 will, I will give you, you've got a unique amount of beef or a, a unique set of beef with it, and I have no argument against it. So I, I give you that. Look, it, you know, everyone knows my takes. If we're up to me, they'd play five on five until somebody won or they just have a tie. But everyone hates that take. So, yeah, the, the tie thing is maybe your worst take. <laughs> that includes all the mayonnaise stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've always got a good bad food take in my back pocket. We'll see. Really, it's like the music stuff that kills me. <laughs> the music is what gets it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I and and like your general media consumption, your TV. When you didn't like Ted Lasso, I I, we, yeah. I had to put a cap on our friendship. <laughs> it's understandable. The thing is, like, I knew I wasn't gonna like Ted Lasso. 
Yeah, it's a it's a science teacher, a seventh grade science teacher motivational poster come to life as a TV show. Yeah. Basically, that's all that's all it is, and it either resonates with you because you're a soft and kind hearted human, or you're a fucking monster. I, look, I would have tolerated it if Ted did any actual work as a coach. That dude spent half a season in the Premier League and didn't know a thing about soccer at the end of the this, season. This like, was a this is a fair criticism of the show where he's still well, asking basic rule questions in season two, where you're like, "Come on, man! Are you well, literally just the head coach that is strictly about vibes?" So I, I don't know. I always kind of took it as a he's not even so much a coach; he's just a great leader. Like people follow him, he gets everyone like. That was how I took it. Like, it's, yeah, this guy doesn't really know anything, but he's such a good leader, such a good, so good at bringing people together that it doesn't matter. He's got other coaches for that. That was, that was actually one of the things I loved about it. I thought it was yeah, just such so a. He should be an assistant coach is what you're saying. No, he's the leader. You have the assistant coaches to do all the X's and O's stuff, which oh, is exactly, yeah. one, how it mostly works in real life. And two, uh, how it goes in the show. That is not how it works in, in real life. <laughs> you want to tell me that the Avs don't have an entire system built upon Jared Bednar's X's and O's? You're going to tell me there's not Come a on. defensive coach, a forward coach, and special teams coaches? Right. Those guys do a lot of work, and they all handle their parts of the team. But where right. does it all start, man? Yeah, it all runs. And that's the difference the with coach. Ted Lasso. Nothing started with him other than yeah. vibes. Sure. But the the – Head coaches are in charge of a lot of stuff. They have they're to, more they're much more like CEOs, but it would yeah. be helpful if the CEO was familiar sure. with the industry he was working in. Yeah, I mean, you're if not you're gonna charge, you gotta, if, if you're in charge, you gotta know how to do everything. But yeah, it would it would be like it would be like hiring me to run a makeup company. Like, what am I gonna run Sephora tomorrow? If you're if like, you're a good leader, you can run anything. Yeah, I can go out and delegate. I could delegate and I could make the office fun or functional or whatever. Oh, but no. do I know how to do I know anything about that industry? As far as no. I can tell you just need to go on Facebook and call people boss babes. And that is true. That is a hundred percent true. <laughs> anything that requires me having to go on Facebook is I immediately yeah, am out. Pass. out. <laughs> just kidding. Go check out our Facebook. Oh, never mind. I'm good. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> uh, Have we fulfilled our promise to watch Unrivaled before August ends? Nope. <laughs> no, no. You guys got eight days. Thank you, Megan. Great reminder. I haven't watched it either, so oh, I was my God. directed at me as well. well. I'm sorry. Nine days. Can I can I at least have like a three or four day extension just because ESPN Plus isn't available in Canada? Yes. I'll allow it. Yep. We'll allow it. September 2nd. It's got to be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go look. Gorg Gorga flies into Denver on uh, the 31st of August, the day that I get back. I, I like get back into town and go to the airport and pick him up. So I'll make him watch it with me. He'll be into it. All right. So I think that's our show. We'll put uh, the graphic up on Twitter here in a little bit if you want to go vote on it and bury me as usual. Uh, any final thoughts on today's show before we get out of here? Nope. 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 This was really fun uh, because it was interesting and I liked digging in and breaking the teams apart. Somebody in chat asked which was the deepest position. It is by far the top six. Yep. 
we could have each drafted two top sixes and called it our, but like we probably would have been better off having a backup top six instead of a bottom six. Two groups of six. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because the top sixes is easily, easily the most talent laden position in the entire NHL. Uh, and, uh, defense, like I would also say goaltender, we could have, we could have picked another 10 tandems that you could make a good argument for being okay about. Yeah. Yeah. Just solid. Just like a, like the Tampa Bay's and the Winnipeg's where they've got an elite starter and you're just like, all right, back up. Just don't be a fucking, you know, the worst (laughs) goalie in the NHL. And somewhere in there is the seven headed monster of the shark. So, <laughs> you all know, of those it was... heads are the silly head, though. Like, yeah, exactly. They're all the <laughs> none of them are the scary or scary at all or intimidating. <laughs> um, well, you should make that meme. Honestly, that I, would be that would take a lot of work. <laughs> Somebody should make that meme, and then <laughs> I could make a really crappy version of it. Maybe. I'll... <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah, so those were my final thoughts. Uh, top six, very deep. Bottom six, oh my god. And defenses are hard. There's not many of them. Yeah. There's good pairings, yep. but full defenses, it's really right. tough. Yep. And that's, uh, you know, that's part of the fun. That's part of why Megan is OP. <laughs> she was just like, I'm just going to take the most dominant parts of each of these teams and live with their downsides. And Pretty that's good. why she dominated this. True enough. Okay. We're going to end it there. We appreciate all of y'all hanging out with us today. We're live all week, right around 1 p.m. So be sure to tune in to the rest of our week of shows. Uh, We love y'all, and we will see you on the next one.